This week, we are celebrating something special here on the Inside Story podcast, World Storytelling Day. That's right. Did you know that that was actually a day? Yeah, it's one of those social media made up holidays, maybe, but it sure is fun to take the whole day and dare I say, maybe even the whole week or the whole month or whenever you might be listening to this podcast to celebrate the power of storytelling. So today on the show, I'm actually bringing you inside to a special training that I did for members of my Light Beamers community on World Storytelling Day. This was an open Q&A session that I found to be so valuable that it just has to be shared over here on the podcast too. So that's what we're doing today on the Inside Story podcast is we're taking you inside one of these special trainings on storytelling so that you can learn more about storytelling so that you too can become a better storyteller. And what better day to do that than right after World Storytelling Day. So here we go. Hi, I'm April Adams Pertwee. I'm your host of the Inside Story podcast. I've been telling people stories my entire adult life as a broadcast journalist, video producer, and digital storyteller. These days, you can find me at Lightbeamers, where I'm building a community of women who are ready to step into their brave by sharing their story with the world. On the Inside Story podcast, I'm bringing you some of the best stories I'm discovering from both the women inside of my community, as well as from around the streets of the internet. Plus, I'm digging deep to share some of my own stories with you along the way. My hope is that these stories will help encourage you to examine your own story so that you can share it with other people. I have a motto at Lightbeamers. When we share our stories, we shine a light. So with that in mind, let's get down to business today and share the light found in this episode. Hello, friends. Happy World Storytelling Day. This is like the Super Bowl day for Lightbeamers, for sure. And I hope that you will take advantage of this special made-up holiday on the internet of World Storytelling Day and use it to your advantage by going and sharing your story today. I wanted to come in today to talk a little bit about what World Storytelling Day could look like for you, how you can be using it to share your story in a variety of ways, and also to open up the mic, if you will, to receive your questions. Like, I am curious when you think about World Storytelling Day and the opportunity of going and sharing your story, what are questions or blocks or things that you stumble over that prevent you from doing that? So World Storytelling Day, like I said, that is, um, I think just a, you know, it's one of those internet holidays, but why not? Let's use it. I love the fact that it's World Storytelling Day and it's an opportunity for you to go and share your story. And I was just talking with a friend earlier this morning that I feel like I was having to talk off the ledge just a little bit because she was feeling really uncomfortable. Uh, in particular, she was feeling really uncomfortable using her social media to share her story. She is living out a, a dream currently, like it's a dream that she's had 
on her vision board. It's a dream that she's been working towards for years and she's accomplished that dream and she's literally living inside her dream right now. And I was encouraging her, you know, I was encouraging her to like share that with more people because it's a way for others to see that their dream is possible, right? That's what storytelling allows us to do is allows us to connect with our audience in a way that lets the audience to see themselves in your story. And that's the goal of storytelling is to, to show others what is possible and to also use that story as a connection tool. And she was really struggling with that because she's like, I just don't want to come off as boastful or, you know, like really bragging or anything like that. And it's really impossible for you to do that if that's not who you are. So you can't show up as someone who you are not, right? You can't show up as someone who brags about all that you have by sharing your story if that's not who you are. So you don't have to worry about that. And I know that's a stumbling block that a lot of people navigate and fall over when they think about sharing their story is because you think the story is all about you and it's not. Instead, it is about your audience. It's about showing them what's possible. It's about getting them to dream big. It's about um, showing them ways that you have navigated a certain aspect of your life or business that has uh, been beneficial and fruitful so that it can be beneficial and fruitful for them. There's just so many ways that sharing the story can be about your audience as long as you show up with that intention, right? You have to first show up and say, okay, I'm showing up today, not for me. I'm not sharing the story for me. The story is not really about me. I'm sharing and showing this, sharing the story so that it can be about someone in my audience who may need to hear it. So the first thing to remember about storytelling is to remember who you're talking to, know your audience, right? And so the first rule of storytelling of you sharing your story is remember who you are talking to. You are speaking and sharing that story with other people. It's not about you. It's not, uh, you know, the intention is not to brag or to seem boastful. Um, a lot of times, the deeper we get into our stories, the more we can peel back the layers and the more vulnerable we can be, the more real and authentic you are going to share that story from a place of not at all bragging, but a kind of like, you know, triumphant, look, I, I survived. A lot of times our stories are survival guides for other people, right? So um, you have to remember that it's about your audience. It is not about you. So think about that today. That's teaching point number one, if you will, for World Storytelling Day. And as I encourage you to go out and find a way to share your story today, remember that your story is not about you. It is about your audience. And the more that you can find ways to use your own personal story, the more you are going to be able to connect with your audience, assuming that you are keeping that audience in mind when sharing that story. So you definitely want to think, okay, how can, how can the story be beneficial to that audience? How can I use the story in a way that allows me to connect back to that audience? Those are really good questions to ask. But don't just not share your story, okay? That's the mistake so many people make. It's like, oh, I can't figure all that out, so therefore I just share nothing. And when you don't share your story, what it's doing, and this is what was happening with my friend that I talked with this morning, 
she was just playing small, you know, she was kind of hiding and, and hiding and playing and, and being really quiet and not really showing up in the full expression of who she is. And she's a really powerful creator. She's a really powerful human being. Um, her heart is full of gold. I mean, she just cares deeply. And I'm just like, if that version of you will just show up, you're going to magnetize the world around you, right? And sharing the story of you accomplishing this dream is a really beautiful experience. And so um, that is what you have to remember is that um, that's, 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 the, that's what your story can do for you is it can allow you to really step into all of who you are and be vulnerable and real and allows you to connect so much deeper with an audience than just some of the crap that we see people putting out there on social media. Um, you know, if you put storytelling as your main strategy for communication, you will not lose. You, you will not lose that game at all. Um, okay. Hi, Viri. I see so many times it's about listening first to our audience. Yes. And where they are at. So what are some of the key questions to ask them to better tell our story that can help them? Oh, that's a great question. Yeah. Really knowing your audience is the most important piece first. And so if you're still in a discovery phase of figuring out who your audience is, I mean, really think about sitting down to coffee. Imagine that you're going to sit down to virtual coffee with your audience and like you would a good girlfriend, you're going to ask questions or actually it would be a, a girlfriend that maybe you don't know yet, right? Like you're just meeting them for the first time. Someone made an introduction. They suggested you get together with this person over coffee. What sort of questions would come up naturally in that small, intimate one-on-one -on -one coffee conversation? What would you naturally ask or what sort of questions would you probe? And those are the types of questions you should be putting out to your audience. So, um, you know, it's, it's obviously like, what are they interested in? What kind of some of the questions I'm even asking you guys right now is like, what, where are you stumbling? What sort of questions do you have about my topic? You know, my area of expertise I'm pretty clear about is storytelling. So I can ask you, Hey, where are you on your storytelling journey? What sort of issues are you having? What sort of questions do you have? So you can be asking that too, coming from your own area of expertise, asking your audience, where are they on that journey? And, you know, what, what have been their experiences thus far? What are some of their goals and aspirations? That's one of my favorite questions to ask people when they first come into the light beamers world is like, Hey, where do you want to go with this? Like, where are you on the storytelling scale and what are your goals for um, making some changes and improvements? So those are just kind of like basic questions that you would probably ask sitting down to someone one-on-one -on -one over coffee. You want to replicate that when you communicate with your audience, because as I always say, you want to treat your audience like a best friend because your audience is your friend. You know, like it is a, it is a two-way street. This is not a one-way street. So many people treat their social media channels and their communication like a one-way street. And it is not. If you're treating it like a one-way street, if you're not actually reaching out to try to get to know those people and connect with them beyond the social media post, you're missing out on a huge opportunity to create that open conversation that goes back and forth as a two-way street. Um, so I love that question. That will help you figure out stories 
that are relatable to wherever they are and the questions that they have that you can then share that illustrate what's possible for them. Because you have stories all along your timeline that are going to make it relevant to them, if that makes sense. So think about in your own journey, you've got stories around when you were first getting started. You've got stories around um, where you are today and, and the level of expertise that you have or the or the, the full you know, experiences that you've had. You have stories around um, transformation things where you started to see things differently. This is basically following our story arc that I teach in, um, in all the things that I talk about. So um, if you're not familiar with our story arc, go download it. It's free on my website on the yellow button, lightbeamers.com. Go get it. It's, it's there for you to get for free. Um, so those are going to be really great ways for you to build stories and find stories in your own experience that are going to connect with where your audience is right now. What is the storytelling scale, the full development of our story telling? That's a, that's another great question. So there are different levels of storytelling. I'm actually recording a podcast around this today. So you're going to have to tune into the podcast this week. Um, there's definitely different levels of storytelling and, it is, it is a journey. Storytelling is a muscle. Storytelling is a skill and you can develop it over time. M majority of the great storytellers are, that are out there were not necessarily born as great storytellers. Maybe they had an inclination. Maybe they were super interested. I think, you know, I've been keen to storytelling a majority of my life because I've been a very curious person and I ask a lot of questions. And so that is naturally allowed me to tell more stories than maybe the average Joe or Jane. However, that is a skill that can be developed. And so there are different levels of storytelling, depending on where you are at. If you're just beginning, then you may be a little bit more surface level and you may be a little bit more, um, you're not probably willing to go too deep on the vulnerability just yet. And that's okay. Um, and you are really, it's almost like kind of throwing spaghetti on a wall. You really are just, you have to be willing. Um, the best storytellers are storytellers that are just willing to try. You know, it's like you have to practice it. You have to put things out there. You have to experiment. So you have to play with storytelling. You will never be a great storyteller if you are not telling stories, right? So you have to just start. And you start with whatever is, is basic to you. And this is definitely why we have our Light Beamers community, our private Facebook group, for you to come in and practice with our prompts that we give every single week, twice a week. Um, so that's a great place to start. You can start practicing with your story arc, which is the free download on our website. Start there. But you can just start. And so you're going to elevate and you're going to get better over time. And so then you're going to become a little bit more skilled. And that's going to take you into a different type of storyteller where, number one, you're going to start, um, you're going to start realizing where your audience is, right? Because you'll find out what they're responding to as you practice your storytelling and you're going to take notice of what they are responding to and what commentary you're getting from them. And then you're going to be able to add more skill to your storytelling by weaving in connection points to that audience as you go. It's going to become much more natural. And so 
that's going to be kind of the, the trajectory of growth. And then of course, you know, getting yourself up to a higher level to where, I mean, you're just kind of storytelling becomes very natural. Um, the way you communicate is through story that, that you look at an experience that you have going to the grocery store and you're like, Oh, that's a story I could tell. Right. Most people are running around in their daily life, totally oblivious to all of the storytelling moments that are around them every single day. And you may be oblivious right now, but I would encourage you to sharpen your curiosity muscle and start to gain awareness around the things that are going on around you or the experiences that you have, even in the daily mundane day of life, right? Just a regular day of life for you in your life and in your business and start to look for the storytelling moments. When you start to look for them, you're going to find them because they've been there all along. So as you develop and as you grow as a storyteller, you are going to see those. I mean, they're just going to be flooding you all the time. I really am to the point where I have so many things that I could share that it's almost, it's too much. I can't even create all the content that, um, storytelling content that, I have around me, you know, like it's just more than I can actually even capitalize on because I see it so much now because I have practiced storytelling on a regular, regular, regular basis. But if, I, if, if you're just starting out and you don't even know where to begin, literally come into our light beamers community and start with prompts, start with just exploring, start by just practicing, throwing that spaghetti on the wall and seeing what sticks finding out what feels good in your body. You know, even when I first started growing light beamers, I have been in the business of storytelling my whole life, but my career was about telling other people's stories. It wasn't about telling my stories. So I had to learn how to tell my own stories. And in the beginning, I definitely fumbled around through that. I just had to kind of throw some stuff out there to see what resonated with my audience and what felt good in my body? Like, did that like feel right? Did that feel really authentic? And there were some times when I put some stuff out there that I'm like, no, that isn't really it, you know? And so I kept pushing and I kept practicing and I kept storytelling. I kept doing, you know, the work and more and more of that evolved for me over time. But the biggest piece of advice I could give you, which is why I'm doing this today on World Storytelling Day, is to just start to just start. And if you've already started, keep going and keep practicing and keep leaning in, keep getting more curious, keep asking more questions. Really great storytellers ask a lot of questions. And so the more that you do that, the more you're going to go deeper with your own storytelling and the more you will excavate the layers of your story and you will find the deeper vulnerability of your own storytelling onion and the more you will rise as a beautiful storyteller. So I hope some of that helps. Um, how do you come back to focus from a negative experience with a client's spouse or business partner who didn't receive your story well or couldn't resonate with that at the moment? Hmm, I'm going to pop this up on the screen. How do you come back to focus from a negative experience with a client's spouse or business partner, so someone else beyond the client, I take it, who did not receive your story well or couldn't resonate with it at the moment. 
Okay, that's a really good question because regardless of if it was the client or the client's spouse or the client's business partner or someone down the street, it doesn't really matter. The one thing you have to realize about your story is that if you are telling that story authentically like that, that's your story, you can't change it, right? Like this is who you are. This is the story you have to share. This is the story you've been given. Then it's not for everybody and it's not going to be for everybody. And so I don't know that I would look at that as a negative experience. I would look that, at that as information, you know, that those people didn't resonate. And so you may not be the teacher or the guide or whatever that they need in that moment. They need to go on down the road to find someone whose story does resonate with them. <clears throat> and that's the beautiful part of sharing your story is that you, I always say, sharing your story is going to magnetize your perfect audience to you because it will resonate with them. At the same time, it will also do the beautiful work of repelling or moving some people further away from you because your story doesn't resonate with them. And that is okay. That's okay. It's not a negative experience. It's just information. So the thing, the main thing that you need to remember, because what I'm sensing in that question is that there's a sense of rejection happening, right? I told my story and they didn't respond. I told my story and they didn't like me. So you're feeling a sense of rejection. And I don't know when you hopped onto this live, but at the very beginning, I was reminding you all that your story is not about you. So this isn't a place for you to, um, judge yourself or measure your worthiness based off how other people respond. You have to come into this game knowing full well that you are worthy and your story matters and your story has been given to you for a reason and your job is to go share it. That's the whole light beamer message right there. And some people are going to respond to that by being magnetized to you. They want to come closer to you. They want to be in relationship with you. They want to connect with you. They want to do work with you, whatever it may be. And others will not, but that does not mean that you are, are being rejected or that you are not worthy or that your story doesn't matter or you did it all wrong. Doesn't mean any of that. So don't play into that trap of, other people's response being a rejection of yourself. That's not what it means. So I don't know if that's what you're feeling, but a lot of times that's what um, I'm sensing that might be what you're feeling. But I, I know a lot of times that's what people say to me is that they, they put themselves out there and then someone responds negatively and it's like, you just die, right? You're just like, oh my gosh, you know, but you're making the story about you at that point. And I don't want you to do that because that's exactly what's going to happen. You're going to run away. You're going to retreat. And then you're not going to tell that story anymore. And then you're leaving out all these other people that you could be connecting with as a result. And I don't want you to do that. Um, as I said, storytelling is the muscle. You have to practice it. It's like going to the gym and lifting weights. It, you will not get better. You will not get stronger. You, you will not become, you know, uh, this bright shining light that storytelling can do for you until you get in the game. You got to get in the arena, like Brene Brown says, and only allow yourself to receive, um, I don't want to say criticism, um, 
information, <laughs> information from those who are also in the arena, getting their ass kicked right alongside you. That's if you haven't seen Brene Brown's talk about being in the arena, go look at it. It's a TEDx talk. So good because a lot of times we allow outside influence to like the, their comments to matter. And I'm like, those people are not even in the arena with you. So don't listen to that. You got to put yourself in the arena. You got to put yourself in, in the game. And storytelling is a beautiful way for you to connect with your people. Storytelling is a way for you to share, have shared experiences with others. Storytelling is a way for you to be memorable, you know, sharing a story, um, around a certain experience will allow other people to connect with you. And also it's a really beautiful personal growth experience for yourself. Like I said, as you grow in that storytelling scale, you're going to become so much more aware of all the things that are going on around you that storytelling is going to get to be really, really fun because you're going to notice things and you're going to take that little, that little nugget and then you're going to create a whole story around it that you then get to share. And it just gets to be very creative and fun. And um, you get to see what sort of connections happen as a result. My favorite thing is that uh, just unanimously, people will say, oh, thank you. Thank you for sharing that. Or, oh, I needed to hear that today. I mean, storytelling really creates that ultimate me too experience. And that's what you want. But not everyone's going to have that Me Too experience. If they can't resonate with it, they can't resonate with it. They're just not your people. But that doesn't mean you shut down and go away. They can, they can go away because it wasn't meant for them. But that doesn't mean you shut down and go away. So I hope that, um, I hope that, that helped. Yeah, that, that, that's exactly it. I took it personally and I tried, and it tried to get to my emotion. I felt the vulnerability. Yeah, that's the tricky part. I mean, no question about it. That is the tricky part about putting our stories out there is that we are putting ourselves in a really vulnerable position. And that's why most people, so many people don't want to do storytelling, right? Because it's just too hard. It's too scary. It's too vulnerable. It's too, too, we feel the emotions and all of that is okay. That mean, that that actually means you're doing it right. And I would just say you do have to, um, to really work on the mindset that this isn't about you. It's not a personal rejection. Um, it just, you got to keep going to find the people that are meant for you and it can be hard. It definitely can be hard. And again, put yourself in community with other people who are in the game. Again, come over into the light beamers community. I think you're already there. Um, but come on and, you know, be in the light beamers community, connect with other people, share that experience. Say, I put my story out there and I got rejected. And I promise you, if you were to put that in the community today, you're going to have all these comments of other people going, I know what that feels like, but you're not alone. You're not alone. There's, you got to be in the arena with other people who are pushing themselves and putting themselves out there and using storytelling as, as the tool and the vehicle to, to move themselves forward. And once you do it and you practice it enough and you find the things that are working for you, what you're going to receive on the other end of that is going to make all of those, all of those other experiences just melt away. You won't even remember it. I mean, I'm sure there's been a thousand times that I've been, whatever, someone didn't like what I said, or, 
you know, that story landed flat and nobody, whatever, that nobody liked it or commented or engaged with me or whatever. But I mean, I don't remember them right now because I just kept going, you know, I just keep going and I keep putting my stuff out there. I keep looking for the storytelling moments and I look at it as this gets to be fun. This gets to be creative. Um, and yes, I do share vulnerable stories. Um, I really push myself to share vulnerable stories. Um, but my experience has been that the response is usually so much better than what I expect that, um, all of the other, maybe not so pleasant experiences just, just disappear. I don't even remember them, but that comes from doing it. You just got to be in the arena. Um, it is like a muscle. I like that. Thank you, April. You're welcome. Um, okay. I'm going to see. I think this is another question. You guys keep popping these questions in. I love it. Um, is it that as we begin to tell our story at first, we're exposing a time when we were vulnerable and it may be, we're still in a process of healing or on one way or another. Yeah. Okay. Yes. There. So a thing about storytelling is it's probably, you need to look for stories that are going to be easier for you to share at first. Okay. So don't start with the hard ones and don't start with the ones that are extremely raw and maybe you are still in the middle of, of healing. I really believe that those stories are not ready to be shared yet until again, go back through our story arc. When you get completely on the other side of it, that's when that story is ready to share. So I would not encourage you to just fillet yourself open for all of the world to see if you're not fully ready to step into that. If you're not fully ready with that story, that story may still be writing itself and you may need more time. So start with something that feels a little bit more complete, a little bit more um, that you are in control of. And it's a great place to start if you're just getting started. I would I would definitely not start with the most vulnerable story that you can imagine to share, even though it's probably one that is, needs to be shared at some point. It will be the one that you want to peel that onion around eventually. But if you're beginning to tell your story, let's let's like dip into the shallow end, right? You're going to dip into the shallow end. I mean, there are some people that just dive off the deep end, but you know, sometimes they get into the deep water and they don't have a life preserver. So I don't want you to do that. I want to set you up for success. And I really do suggest starting with things that feel um, within your reach right now. And you're going to have to listen to yourself around the right stories to share. But I promise you, the more you practice, the more you put storytelling at the forefront of your marketing, the more that you put storytelling at the forefront of your communication, the more that you put storytelling at the forefront of your social media and all the things, the more you are going to discover those stories and start to peel that onion and then get to the point where that one feels really ready. So I hope that that, I hope that that helps. Um, how has your storytelling evolved. When did you feel like you reached your sweet spot? Yeah, I was kind of talking about this a while ago. Like in the beginning, it was it was messy. And to be honest with you, there are days that it's still messy. I mean, I by no means have arrived. Um, I am on this storytelling journey with the rest of you. I just may be a little bit further advanced than most of you, and that's okay. But in the beginning, um, I don't know who's asking this question because Facebook and whoever LinkedIn and all that doesn't show me this. Um, <clears throat> this is all I get. 
um, using the platform that I'm using to go live right now. Um, I don't know if you know my story, but you know, I am a, uh, started out in journalism and I, my job forever as a video producer, as a digital storyteller, as a journalist was to go and get other people's stories. So I was really good at that. And I can still do that all day long. If I could hop on a call with you right now, I'd pull your story out of you in like 10 minutes. <clears throat> but when it came time for me, it was very hard, <laughs> which is why I can so empathize with all of you. Like, ah, you know, it is, it is tricky in the beginning. And so I just started with smaller stories. I started with stories that felt safe. They were vanilla and bland and boring. I can assure you, but they felt safe to me. So I started there and I, over time, of course, wanted to push myself because I knew I knew the type of stories that I was pulling out of my clients, right? And so I knew that was available inside of me too. I just had to keep digging. <clears throat> so I kept working to where I pushed myself to get deeper and deeper and deeper until I could reveal the more vulnerable sides of my story, which eventually I did do. And now I feel like I do pretty easily. Um, when I, when I come across a story of my own or I experience something new and there's like a lot of emotion and a lot of vulnerability there, I mean, I'm like, well, there's another one I got to go share now. I mean, I pretty much embrace it now. I am a very open book. I don't hide much. Um, I gave a, a, a talk a couple of weeks ago in Miami in front of a big, huge group of my peers. And <clears throat> a lot of them that were, uh, I, I, oh, I don't even know. I would say a big chunk of them were, were younger than me, but, um, I was very open. I mean, I don't even remember how it came out because I, I just, it was something that I said on stage, but I talked about my age and I'm, you know, I'm 51 and I'm very open about that because I don't even understand why I wouldn't be. But someone told me later, um, a person that was in the audience that that was something that really impressed her. Is that, and like, again, I don't even remember saying this on the stage because it just kind of, it came out in something that I was saying, but she said, most women, especially as you get into your fifties, won't admit, you know, their age. And she said, I thought that that was so beautiful that you did that. And I, the way that, you know, you did it with that, with ease and with just like, it was no big deal. And it's because it is no big deal, right? Like, it, I, this is me. Like I am 51. I, I'm not going to lie about who I am. And so the more you tap into your authenticity and the more you just show up unapologetically as whoever the heck you are, the, the easier it becomes. It really, really does. But that took time. I started with the small stuff. I started with the things that felt safe, but I challenged myself constantly and pushed myself because I knew that wasn't good enough. I knew I knew all of these beautiful stories that I was pulling out of other people. And all you have to do is look around at the people that you really love and admire, people that have impacted you with their stories. I mean, they're vulnerable, deep stories. And so the more you challenge yourself to keep going, the more you will get there too. So I hope that that helps, but it is absolutely a journey and I'm still on it. I don't really know where the end end is. I don't think there is an end goal other than, I just want to make storytelling accessible. <clears throat> I want you all know, all to know that there are these really beautiful stories inside of you. I have been interviewing people for 30 years. 
Um, and I've literally interacted and interviewed with thousands of people personally, one-on-one, -on -one, um, pulling their stories out of them. This is the work that I've done my entire life, my entire adult life. Well, probably even in my, even when I was younger. <clears throat> and I will tell you that never, ever, ever, ever have I walked away going, well, that story was a waste of time or that story was boring or that story is ridiculous. There's no such thing. These stories have been given to you for a reason. This is my philosophy behind light beamers and that when we share those stories, they are intended to shine a light. We have to go share them. So you will evolve into that if you show up for the work. It will not happen just because you say you want to become a good storyteller and you want to reach more people and you want to impact and influence others. You actually have to put your, your booty in the game. You have to step into that arena and do the work. But it's beautiful when you do it because of the community that you will surround yourself with. This is what happened for me inside Light Beamers community as my community grew. We started that community with 20 people and I just started sharing my story. That was my playground. That was the place that I practiced, which is where I'm inviting you all to practice as well. I used that community literally like my sandbox and I showed up messy and raw there were stories that connected. There were stories that did not connect. I'm sure there were times when I, there were stories that repelled people away and they probably got out of my community at that point. And that's okay. Right. Because the more I showed up and the more I shared, the more the right people came in and we built this really beautiful thing called the light beamers community, which I love and adore so much. And that's why we have this community today. And I open it up for all of you to use and practice because I want you to get better at storytelling. I want you, I want storytelling to be so accessible that you are also saying that you share your story with ease. You can see the benefit of storytelling because of all the people that it's brought into your life, you step on stages and give your story without a second's thought. You can go and write a book if you want to. You can get on your social media and dominate like crazy. You can just show up, you know, you can just show up because you know who you are. And that's really when it, that's when it's, that's the sweet spot right there. If you want to know what the sweet spot feels like, that's it. That's it. So it's available for all of you. Okay. Any other questions? Today is World Storytelling Day. I want you to go start wherever you are and share your story, practice. Maybe that means you come into the Light Beamers community and you just put something out there. We've got a prompt in there today. You can go back and use old prompts. You don't even have to follow a prompt. You can just practice. You can go download the story arc and use that as a guide, whatever you want, but just do something, right? Go and share your story with another human being or even a group of people, or maybe all of your following and really put yourself out there and practice and give yourself permission for it to be a little messy. Give yourself permission. It's okay if they don't get it. It's okay if it doesn't resonate with somebody, Give yourself permission to just practice and do it and just see what happens. It's really beautiful on the other side, I promise. And the arena, if you want to step into it, like there's a lot of people in here that are going to play along with you, but you just got to step in. So it's World Storytelling Day. It's the day to go do it. If you don't share your story today, like really, what are you waiting for? What are you waiting for? Hope this serves you well. Thanks for being with Light Beamers today for World Storytelling Day. 
go share your story and tag me. If you tag me um, on anything social media wise that you do, I will reshare your story out with my audience because I want to help you create the ripple effect that storytelling can create for you. All right. Talk to you soon. Bye. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Don't forget to give it a review and share this broadcast out with your friends and family. Now, did listening to this episode make you think more about your own story? Are you wondering which parts of your own story are relevant to share with others? This is the question I get asked more than any other. How do I share my story? Which parts of my story are worth sharing with other people? How can I make my story relatable so that others can benefit from it? I've taken my simple process that I've used for years as a journalist and broken it down into a three-part storytelling formula that will help you discover the key components of your own story and how to share it. It's a free resource I've created to help you become a light beamer by sharing your story. Simply go to www.lightbeamers.com and click on the big yellow button on the homepage to download your story formula. I'd love to hear your story too. So be sure to join my free community on Facebook, the Light Beamers community, and share your story with me. I can't wait to learn more about you and the story that's inside of you. In the meantime, be sure to subscribe to the podcast so you can get notified when our next broadcast is live. You will want to stay tuned to the stories we are lining up for you next. I promise they are so good. As always, Light Beamers, I'm over here cheering for you. This podcast is part of the Sound Advice FM network. Sound Advice FM, women's voices amplified.